Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Hello and welcome to the program. It's going to be a quick one today. We do have some Rangers baseball that uh, we'll be getting ready for, and uh, so we'll take you to about 520 today. So a lot to get to, lots of interesting things we have lined up. In fact, with China Spring, Valley Mills, Abbott, with all our locals doing so well in baseball, of course Crawford wins the uh, the softball uh, state title, uh, it's, uh, it's imperative that we jump into some of that talk today. And so that's going to happen uh, at about 4.20 with none other than Matt Lively, Channel 6's own. And uh, it'll be good to get to visit with uh, Matt, and he's got a lot to say on all fronts, including some college baseball. He's been monitoring all the uh, college baseball. And a little bit of breaking news that has occurred. The... Uh, I mean, this this golf thing has gone nuts today. Phil Mickelson, and, and some people expected this, but they, I think he'd been kind of waiting. We will see what sort of uh, upfront fee he gets. We know Dustin Johnson was paid by the uh, Saudi Arabian uh, Golf League. Uh, LIV, or LIV, is what we call this, $125 million just to show up. Hey, Dustin, you mind showing up? Here's $125 million if you'll just even play in our, our tournaments. He's like, yes, tell me where. Tell me where I can sign up. And he did. And so everybody was waiting to see because Dustin Johnson was by far the biggest name that had decided to play on this tour. Kevin Na is, um, you know, pretty far back behind that. Well, today, Phil Mickelson uh, makes his announcement and then also Mickelson said that he does plan on playing in the U.S. Open and the uh, in the British Open. He'll play in what they call the Open. Uh, and so this is all very, very fascinating. And uh, we may, as we get a little closer to this first tournament, and then on top of all this, uh, Aaron, one of the tricky things with Dustin is, guess what one of his huge sponsors is? RBC. Guess what RBC sponsors? The Canadian Open or the big, whatever the big Canadian tournament is. And I think that's, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. That may be coming up like this weekend. I know it's, it was coming up quickly. And so he's going to be playing in a, in a different tournament in, in, the LI, in the live. I mean, somebody made a funny joke here, and they were saying something like, here's Phil Mickelson on the first tee, and they were naming – all the like discount things he was he was sponsored by like for golf like hippo clubs hippo woods <laughs> or whatever you know like <laughs> and I I just it's kind of funny to think about that like the fact that all these years he's been with these enormous names Callaway or whoever and uh, KPMG he's been them for, with them forever and a lot of the people dropped him and again we'll. 
Someday we'll know what in the world he was thinking with all those comments. What we know now is he is going to play on this this Saudi tour. And, I mean, you know, sometimes we joke about, does everybody have a price? And, Aaron, I think we all like to think, well, I mean, you know, we we have a lot we have dignity and we we want to do the right things morally and you know it, there is no price on certain things in our lives right well i mean i i was looking at something where mickelson just on some kind of program the the tour was doing on like visibility or something something along the lines of you know what you do on twitter and social media they just literally handed him a payment to reward him for just sort of being well-known. Like $6 million, maybe even been more than that. Somewhere in the neighborhood, like 6 to $8 million. They just gave him that for like some kind of player engagement program, which rewards people for basically their popularity. And Phil is one of the most popular players on tour. So he just goes and collects a $6 million check for the PGA, and then just turns around and says, I I think I've had enough of this. I'll still play in the majors, but I'm going to go over here and play for the Saudis. And the money, and you might go, well, how are they ever going to make this money back? Well, they won't. This is some kind of power play. Greg Norman kind of heads this thing up. And you think these Saudi princesses or uh, prince, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, if we don't turn a profit, we're going to have to shut this down. They don't think like that. They don't think like most of us. They're they're literally like just want to be a disruption and do something fun and weird and crazy. And so literally every one of these tournaments, Aaron, they're going to go play in Portland, I think. They got one tournament, maybe it's going to be at Trump, uh, Doral or Trump or whatever. Trump's in with the Saudis and all that, so... That won't, PGA had pulled away from any of the Trump properties. And, but I'm just talking about these random tournaments. And Aaron, do you have any guess at how many will be in each field? Give me a guess. How many, how many golfers do you think will be in, in one of these fields for an LIV event? Not a ton. (laughs) Uh, So, so the answer is. And they're doing teams. The answer is 48. All right, so 48 people. You know, a, a normal uh, PGA event's going to have, like, somewhere in the neighborhood of 120 to 130 players in it. They're going to have 48 people in this. Aaron, the just on these random, whatever the first tournament is, the pot of money, the, the pool of money um, uh, the, the, is going to be $25 million. It's $25 million. When you start breaking that down, Aaron, the, like, literally the fourth place finisher is probably going to make, like, $2 million or something crazy, or, or at least a million and a half. I mean, it's, it's just, it's play money. It's, it's crazy. And, you know, I know in, in life sometimes, Aaron, we think, oh, my gosh, inflation's hitting. Gas prices are up. Oh my gosh! How are we going to deal with this? What are the Feds going to do? Are they going to are they going to raise the rates? They're going to lower the rates. I mean, this is what most of us sort of live by and monitor. And the Saudis, 
are out there just handing out $25 million per tournament. Yeah, I mean, you've got, you know, you were talking about Mickelson, but take a player like Kevin Na. He's 33rd in the world. He's got five career wins, no majors. He's a good golfer. He's He's got about a little under, I think it's a little under $40 million in career earnings. I would bet money that he makes more than that just this year on that tour. That's how insane the amounts, the, the dollars that they're throwing at this tour are. A five-time winner who's made about $38 million in his career is going to go to the new tour and probably, if he has a good year, make more than that in one year on the new Saudi tour. Yeah. Yeah. And and what's going to be interesting is to see there's also there's already one young golfer, Aaron. Uh, our friend Mike McGraw would know more about this, but he played at Michigan State. I think his name is James, like Piot or something like that, P I O T or P I A T. And I mean, this is a brilliant young golfer, and and most of those guys either come up and try to go through the, uh, you know, the the uh, the Corn Ferry Tour. I used to have something called like the Hooters Tour, but the Corn Ferry Tour or or like uh, Cooper Dossie from Baylor is right now playing on the Canadian. Uh, in fact, he was in second place the other day, I noticed. The guy was playing brilliantly. But someone like that, um, they could make, they have the opportunity to make so much more money. <laughs> There's no cuts. Why not go play the Saudi Tour? You would ask. Well, the only pushback I would give, and I'd be very interested to see what Mike McGraw would say about this, is could it ruin your reputation with the PGA Tour? Let's say the Saudi princes. Every time I say that, I think of like a Disney princess. The print, you know, the the print, the guys, the the, the Saudis that are over there doing their thing. What what do you think if uh, they just said, you know what, it's a lot of money. This thing's not getting any ratings. This uh, Greg Norman's kind of a schmuck. Let's end this thing, okay, after about two or three years of this, maybe even after one year. I mean, because this does have like a XFL, USFL-type feel to it, uh, although with way more money, way more financial stability. I just wonder if the PGA will just openly welcome all these people back because – they're going to be suspensions. Um, these players will lose their status on the PGA Tour. Now, will Dustin and Phil and Na, will they all still um, show up and, and, and try to play in the majors? Yeah. You think the, you think the, um, the, the, you know, the Augusta National members, though, are going to want them there? I mean, I, you think the, the, the PGA of America – I mean, see, these things are different in some – like the, the, the Royal and Ancient that runs the British Open and the USGA, which runs the U.S. Open, they, they're, they get along great with the PGA Tour, but they're different entities. So it, it stands to reason these players will likely be able to play in that. Aaron, something I just heard before we came on today is that Kevin – no, I'm glad you brought him up. He took the preemptive step – to to basically uh quit the um the PGA tour. He he withdrew hit from the uh basically resigned from the PGA tour. Now why would you do that? Well the thinking is 
if you're going to get suspended anyway or you're going to get fined, whatever happens, whatever they decide to do, then he basically is like, no, I've already stepped down. And the thought is the punishments can't really come down until these guys get on the tee. And, and or, or, you know what, Phil, or you know what, uh, like Dustin Johnson could do, Aaron? He could, as he's approaching the tee for that first uh, live tournament, say, tell you what, PGA, if you'll match, or just, you don't have to match it. I'll take $100 million right now, $100 million guaranteed to, cut, to never play one of these live events. I'm telling you, Aaron, these folks are using different things as leverage. And why do you think Phil waited and waited and waited? Because he wanted the Saudis to start to worry and perhaps raise his, mm-hmm. his guarantee. Now, again, that is, I, that's a theory I've heard. It's a theory I kind of have been kicking around. It's not an official theory. I don't want you to say, oh, Mosley's, Mosley, where did you read that? You know, no, no, no. This is a, this is some, some theories that people are passing around. And, um, and I thought I might pass that one along. Aaron is in the Central Texas newsroom, and I was watching Oklahoma and Florida earlier today. It was 2-1, and then they got into a weather delay. I've been very, very interested. I want to see what Texas State is going to do today. And then, obviously, uh, Oklahoma State uh, that that game against Arkansas is going to happen at about I think six o'clock this evening. Aaron, can you update us on some of the, uh, these because there were more Monday games in the regionals than ever before. Yeah, um, the Oklahoma Florida game is still delayed. There's two outs in the top of the seventh with Oklahoma batting and Florida leading that game two to one. It's been delayed for a couple of hours now. LSU leads Southern Miss. Four to one in the top of the fourth. Oregon uh, Vanderbilt uh, leads Oregon State in the top of the fourth. Two to one. Also, uh, Ole Miss and Arizona has been delayed, and that's the only game today that's not an elimination game. Um, they are zero zero. A couple of finals for today: Louisville beat Michigan eleven to nine, and East Carolina beat Coastal Carolina thirteen to four. Games coming up tonight, as you mentioned, uh, Oklahoma State and Arkansas at 6. And Texas State and Stanford will be out on the West Coast, a 9 p.m. first pitch on ESPN2 <laughs> for that elimination game. So <laughs> We're going to carry that. We're gonna, why don't we carry that right here on ESPN Central Texas? we got nothing better to do at 9 o'clock at night. Let's just put it on. I mean, don't, don't we have access to pretty much everything ESPN does? I'm not sure about baseball. I'm not sure how that works. But, yeah, Ask that'll Tom. be a, a 9 o'clock first pitch for Stanford and Texas State in the elimination game. Holler down the hall and ask Tom that. <laughs> Can we pick up the Texas State game at 9 p.m.? I think it's a great idea. Um, I don't know. There probably are some trade right law, you know, uh, rules that uh, maybe not allow us to do that. We certainly have the uh, Rangers game, but the Rangers game is starting early tonight, which will be knocking us off the air. Dang, Rangers. Uh, they can't. They got nobody can save a game. Another bullpen meltdown last night. Really getting tired of that. They got me all excited, and now they're back to bumbling around again, acting like the Rangers. All right, Aaron. Um, it is four sixteen on a Monday afternoon. Let's do something fun. 
Let's talk to Matt Lively from NBC6, and let's do it next. Recently on Game Time. From the Dallas Cowboys broadcast team, Kyle Yeomans. Just because CeeDee Lamb is two lockers closer to that Prescott doesn't mean he's going to have a 1,000 more yards and 50 more receptions. However, it is something that shows the torch has been passed. Amari Cooper's no longer here. It is CeeDee Lamb's wide receiver room. He's the one that's expected to step up and put up big numbers. He's expected to take another step, and that's one of the first ways that they expect for that to happen. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Calmet Aerospace in Waco is holding their weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Calmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles, as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco Careers or WacoHR at howmet.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to Dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of -of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items. Perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254 301 7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. 
I, I'm going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Your Drive in Waco. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The NBA Finals are tied at one game each with the Warriors winning over the Celtics 107 to 88 last night. Game three Wednesday night in Boston. Three area teams punched their ticket to the UIL State Championship Baseball Tournament. Abbott is heading out to Round Rock to face the Hainas in the semifinals Wednesday at noon. Valley Mills is heading to Round Rock and will face New Home in the 2A semifinals starting at 4 o'clock on Wednesday. China Springs is heading to Austin to face Argyle in the 4A semifinals. 1 o'clock first pitch on Wednesday. Three teams from the Big 12 are in the NCAA softball World Series semifinals, Oklahoma and UCLA, and Oklahoma State and Texas all today from Oklahoma City. Rangers hit the road tonight in Cleveland. First pitch at 610, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. It's a Monday. Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Thank you for what you do. Thank you, Ted Teague out there. Matt Lively joining us now. Uh, You know him from KCEN Sports. That's Channel 6 in Central Texas. The man loves his golf. Matt, I, I, I ended my streak. I'd played in this tournament today. Uh, it's a, it's a booster club, my daughter's high school for like 10 years running. And I ended the streak today because I just felt like, Hey, I've got to do radio. I am going to, I am going to drive by later, but, uh, but boy, I, uh, it's a tough, it's a tough one. I, I bet you've, uh, played in your share of scrambles. Do you, do you enjoy the scramble or since you're sort of a, a purist, does the, um, <laughs> does the scramble drive you nuts? The fact that. You know, you go choose somebody's ball, and everybody picks up and goes to that ball. Can you can you enjoy a scramble? I think you're billing me as a much better golfer than I am. I love a scramble. Why? Okay. I, if I can get bailed out, if I can play a great golf shot for 18 holes, why not? But there are people who cheat in a scramble, and I don't like that. I mean, you get back to the clubhouse, and the scorecards just don't oh. add up. I don't believe it one bit. It's the worst. And then the, when they go ahead and, and let people that maybe turn in a 30 handicap and they're actually 15, you know, that people are going to cheat on it no matter what. But you're right. You No matter how well you play, if they do it the right way to scramble and handicap it, 
you always get in there thinking, okay, we got a shot. Okay, we've we've had whatever it is, <laughs> 16 birdies. All right, we hadn't had any bogeys. We had a great day out there. Did we win? And and by the time they sort of put all the handicap in there, the winners got like a 52 or a 51 or something. You know what I mean? When they <laughs> when they add it all in, it's like you never you never have the chance you think you have in one of those scrambles. Now, Matt Lively, you have been uh, busy with all this high school baseball. Now, I want to start out with something I was just talking about, though. What about this Saudi Arabian, the Saudi golf tour? Uh, oh, yeah. this, is, this is a fascinating story. And today's big news is that Phil Mickelson will be on it. Now, we kind of thought that would happen, but Phil was waiting until the last minute. My theory and other people's theory is that Phil was just kind of trying to make him sweat a little bit, see if he could get his appearance fee up just a, just a bit. But I know you were tweeting about this earlier, Matt. He's still going to be able to seemingly, I don't think the USGA or the Royal and Agent uh, from the U.S. Open and, and, the, and the Open, obviously, I think we're at St. Andrews this year, they're not going to turn him away. So this is about to become one of those really awkward deals where these guys are going to do their own thing make enormous money, and still show up to play in the majors. Now, the, the Augusta folks might turn them away. But, but I, I would think even the PGA of America, I'm not sure they would turn them away. I mean, it, it's not because it's not technically the PGA Tour. Um, this is going to be fascinating to see how this plays out. Are you going to be watching the new Saudi Tour? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'll start with this. Has there been something better for golf outside of Tiger Woods? When was the last time that this many people were talking about the sport of golf? I think it's great. Uh, I'm not impressed by the lineup. I mean, you've got Dustin Johnson, you've got Louis Oosthuizen and Sergio Garcia, and then you've got Phil now. It's certainly not guys that I'm rushing to the TV to watch, but it's something new. It's something different. And it's going to challenge the PGA, which you could make an argument for is a monopoly. And there could be, you know, some antitrust lawsuits coming down about live in the PGA. And well, why can't they play in both? I think it's going to be just be a great spectacle to watch and to watch unfold. And now that you've got lefty in it, uh, it only gets more interesting. I'm all for it. I love it. But I see who's even gonna who's gonna put this on. That would not be interesting. To, do we know yet? Like what? No, I the, mean, broad, the broadcast has not been announced. Who's gonna air this? Who's gonna touch okay. this? Yeah, because the others are partners. Up. The 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 NBC your crew is partners with the PGA Tour in such an emphatic, huge way. They can't be doing that. Probably CBS can't. No. ESPN can't. Fox could. Fox no longer has a tie-in, so I i mean, I'm thinking through my head and thinking who cares about, like, international-type stuff. Now, some of these tournaments, by the way, are going to be played right here in the United States. I mean, this is going to be so weird. And, by the way, Kevin Na has apparently withdrawn from the PGA Tour, so I guess I guess he's making a preemptive strike. I, I don't know what I think about all this. I, I just hate that Phil screwed it up as badly as he did i hate that we had that wonderful of a story with someone 50 and over 
winning the PGA uh, championship. Part of that is because I'm sneaking up on that age myself. I love seeing people <laughs> at that age, you know, having huge sports success. That makes everybody feel great. And then, based on these comments, ends up this total pariah. I mean, other than the, the fall from grace that Tiger had, I mean, we've never seen somebody that beloved just completely the floor go out from under him. And, and quite honestly, there's nothing that's happened other than John Rahm um, trying to say at least something nice about him. Phil has not really started his comeback tour yet. And I guess that'll – and it's hard to start your comeback tour playing with, on the Saudi tour because you've got a lot of people who think that's a, that's a, you know, that's a, uh, a wrong move. Two hours ago marked the first time that Phil Mickelson took to Twitter since February 22nd. He's a hard guy to, to shut up. I mean, Phil loves to talk. He loves making comments. He's great on social media. He hasn't posted anything since February 22nd. Um, but he's Phil. He brings eyeballs. So whoever ends up carrying this thing, maybe it'll be a Twitter or an Amazon Prime kind of deal. But whoever ends up carrying this will watch just for Phil. And I'm sure that you know, he'll have a press conference and he'll finally get to say everything he wants to say publicly. But uh, it has been surprising that he has gone ghost mode completely off the face of the earth uh, for three months counting. Yeah, it is. uh, It is very strange to watch talking to Matt Lively channel six. You see him on NBC. He and Curtis doing their thing. Um, what are we doing? Uh, has uh, have we got a replacement for Nikki yet? I mean, Nikki has uh, left us. She's uh, she's gone off to Nashville. What's the uh, any news to report on that front? Or have you just kind of uh, added a whole bunch to your your plate? I don't know. I don't know if I'm at. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to speak on that. I think uh, I would say you know wait wait a few weeks. I think there mm. there could be something in the works. Wait a few weeks, but there's no. There, is there any replacing Nikki Laterulo? There might be. I mean, we'll have someone, but. Nikki, Nikki Lat. Now we call her Nikki Nash. It's tough to replace. It's very tough to replace. But I had considered throwing my hat in the ring. Uh, but it sounds we like would have loved to have, have you. <laughs> most, mostly, mostly decides to go the TV route. I, I, I've done, I've done my fair share of TV. Would have enjoyed it, but seeing you guys lug some of those cameras around now that scares me. <laughs> um, yeah, I would. I would have. I'd have to have a lot of tutoring, and I don't think you want to be the person to do that. Uh, now, Matt, you. I, I love that um, y'all kind of spread out, and y'all. It, it, one guy goes and covers. One of the great things about um, Central Texas is, is each spring, whether it be track, softball, baseball, these schools do really, really well. And and every once in a while, I'll throw out. I'll I'll think I'll feel proud of myself for hitting all the names. And then somebody will be like, well, yeah, Matt, China Springs still playing too. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And here they are. Um, this is this is uh, enormous. And I, I was really glad to get to visit with you because you were at that Carthage series. And it, it, people yep. that don't know Carthage, they love their sports. And they're great at football. They've won a bunch of state titles. And obviously they take uh, baseball very seriously as as well. I think that first game, if I recall, Matt, where you were tweeting from, was a 3-2 game. Um, and, and, and so, obviously, some really good pitching. What have you learned about this? Uh, about that? What, what, what was your biggest takeaway from that series, by the way? 
So I was able to catch game two. Game one, okay. game one was a Thursday. Game two was Friday. Uh, what I would take away from that, China Spring jumps on you really quickly. Um, they've scored in the first inning almost every game in these playoffs. Uh, and they have fantastic pitching. Cage McLeod, who started that game on Friday, he went into the eighth inning. It went into extras, and he got two outs in the eighth and then had to come out because he was at 110 pitches, which is the limit in Texas high school baseball. Uh, then they bring in a, a little lefty, Marco Rosales, and he was excellent as well. Um, he, there was an unfortunate play. So then in the same inning, they bring in a third pitcher, Trace Necessary, who's kind of their star, and he cleaned things up. So my takeaway is they're going to pounce on you early and they have the pitching to go the distance. They have a lot of different arms that they can use. Uh, and now they've got Argyle. Uh, I'll say this about Argyle. I was looking them up today. I was kind of looking through their roster. They have a starter. His name's Evan Brandt. He has touched 93 with his fastball this year. And at one point, uh, he had something like 91 strikeouts to 15 walks through 50 innings. So, China Springs going to need to pounce on this kid because he's really impressive. Man, I like that. I like that. I like when you dig in on that opposing team. And there's a team from the Metroplex that does some great things. Now, let's look out. Another team that you have seen in person is that Valley Mills team. Now, I saw your lineup for Wednesday. It's pretty cool. I think we got a, a noon Abbott. Um, my show's getting knocked off for a very good reason because we're going to have the Valley Mills game. Tom's going to be calling that at four o'clock. Uh, I mean, it, it, that's going to be that's going to be a really uh, uh, fun day uh, to have everybody involved. But tell me, uh, Valley Mills. I mean, what a what a series that was. Valley Mills and Bosqueville get together at Baylor Ballpark, and I, I got to say, I thought Bosqueville might have been favored even based on what happened in the regular season what do you think valley mills did and and what and did they change anything maybe from the regular season to put themselves in position to pull this off they are a mentally strong team i was at their practice this morning uh we've actually got a great story tonight at 10 on the valley mills eagles on kcen but uh my takeaway from that coach doug shonafelt Man, he's he's like a believer. He told his kids there was an 81-minute rain delay in that game. Uh, it was tied at four. And I think you're right. Bosqueville was probably the team to beat coming into the series, but the Eagles jumped on him. Uh, and then when that game went to the rain delay, all he told he, he said, hey, we're going to win. We're going to win this game, no doubt about it. Uh, before the game, he thought about throwing their third and fourth best pitcher so, you know, maybe we'll throw these guys out here, but if we have to go to a third game, we'll have our ace ready. And all of his kids said, no, let's throw the ace out in this second game. We're going to beat them here. Uh, it's not often that you talk to a lot of these high school teams and they have the confidence that this Valley Mills team has. They just think they're going to win every time they take the field. Um, and they've got a good new home team that they're going to face on Wednesday and they're as confident as ever. None of these kids has played on a state tor tournament team. The last time they went was 2019, uh, or sorry, 2018, and, and none of them has, has played on that team, and they're just as confident as ever. That's my biggest takeaway from them. I I'm excited to watch that. All right, and let's not forget about Abbott, home of Willie Nelson. Yeah. I mean, some 1A uh, involved there. Now, I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think what I used to do in Abbott. They used to have a place in Abbott called the Turkey Shop. 
all right? And you would stop <laughs> there, and that was a good place to get something, obviously known. I think I, I went to church. I attended church one time in Abbott. Uh, but that's it was very exciting to find out that Abbott was going to be playing in this thing. Have you gathered any intel uh, on what Abbott brings to the table? I was also at their practice this morning. Uh, I was all over. I mean, I had a a long day. Uh, Kyle Crawford (laughs) told me, he he said, uh, Dehannis is a a great team that pitches really well, and they have a couple sluggers in that lineup. Uh, But he called called the Abbott Panthers a much more athletic bunch. They're going to kill you on the base paths. Uh, They know how to manufacture runs. And they know how to come back. They were down in their very first game in the regional final, four nothing after the first inning. Uh, they committed two or three errors in the first inning, and then didn't commit another error in the next thirteen innings played. So uh, that's a team that's really athletic, and uh, they have a history of winning. A lot of those kids won a state football championship this year, so they know how to win as well. I love this. And uh, do you know where Dehanis is? I always love it when I hear of a of a, a town that I'm not really familiar with or a school. Do you, where in what Texas. part of te- <laughs> Matt? Where did you grow no, up? No other comments. <laughs> now you. Went hey, I got to, a, uh, I got a question for you though. Be, before yeah. we wrap up, I, I got to know you walked into a Marriott New Orleans uh, press row media room, whatever they set us up there with, in a shacket. Uh, yeah. I I consider you the pioneer of the of the winter fashion jacket. What do I need to know for summer? What what is the clothing trend that you're going to pioneer, and and where do I get it? Well, the summer look would be um, I, I cricket is the is the the was where that jacket's <laughs> from, and that's kind of who that's kind of what the summer wardrobe I'm going with. All right. Okay. And when you get a little older and get more seasoning, you can move into the kind of pants I wear. You still wear very thin, like probably, you know, 32 or 34 waist. Uh, I'm on up there a little bit. When you get to my age, if you can still wear like, like those AGs, that's the direction you need to go. OK, so for a good okay. summer look, you want to go with some uh, maybe a nice linen button down shirt and some what they call AG jeans. But they almost double as as uh, slacks, kind of thing. So always a good look if you go to church or something. Okay, I'm not going to do this. Is the where pressing. I get all my fashion advice from, Matt Mosley. Yeah, never yeah. miss. Well, it. you you were excited about that shacket. I think you felt like I had it buttoned up a little too much, and so I've started going with the uh, the shacket open. But uh, I, I, I appreciate that. Where are uh, are you? And I hope this. I hope all this high school baseball isn't cutting into you and Chris's match play event speaking of Uh, speaking of golf yeah i mean contrary to popular belief i do work i actually do work uh from time to time unlike after the big 12 tournament when we already had a tea time i did overhear chris saying that he had beaten me a few times let me just say i am very liberal when it comes to giving chris strokes that's the kind of guy I am. And then he, he comes right back at me. Well, I won the round. Well, I, I, I did let you take three drives off the first tee. So I, do, I just want to throw that out about Chris Williams. He's improved as a golfer, but he, he you know, I don't know if he plays as fairly as I'd like him to. <laughs> well, you'll be happy to know, uh, since you have spent some time in Arizona, I did play years ago the Karsten Golf Course. And oh, just, beautiful. Uh, 
and I was just looking it up right there on the uh, uh, Arizona State it's campus. It's gone. And it, it says it's, it's permanently closed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, wow, you know why? Phil sad. Mickelson built a brand-new ASU student course called Papago. Uh-huh. Karsten is way gone, and it looks like it's going to become the new home of the Coyotes. Uh, that's what that land will be used for. Oh, wow. Okay. The team that was out in Glendale. Um, yes. The Coyotes a team that doesn't be... need to be in the state of Arizona. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we I, we got up very early because it was in August to play that. It was before a Cowboys preseason game back in the day, Cowboys versus Cardinals. That was played right there at the uh, – uh, I don't even think that was in Glendale. I think they played it at the – no, I think it probably was out in Glendale. All right, uh, Matt, good to visit with you. And uh, at some point we'll have to compare notes, by the way, on where the, your livelies are from because that is – that's one of my family names. So on my uh, – Unreal. On, on, All right. On my, da- my dad's side. In fact, I have, a, I have a niece named Lively because of that. So, anyway, we'll uh, we'll compare notes at some point. But uh, appreciate you being on, and uh, good luck with all your baseball coverage Wednesday. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you. There he goes, Matt Lively, Channel 6, one of our local talented young guys. And, uh, boy, the young guys and women that we have out there, we're really fortunate in Central Texas to have some very good ones. You hear Curtis Quillen chilling with Quillen every uh, – Oh, every Friday at 4.20. And uh, Matt, we've heard from Matt and Chris Williams lately. A really good group. Uh, Darby's been on with us. So it's a, uh, it's a fun, uh, fun cast of characters out there in Central Texas. Okay, let's do some Campus Confidential. We'll turn it over to Aaron Sexton next. It's the Class 2A State Semifinals this Wednesday on ESPN Central Texas. The Valley Mills Eagles take on the new home Leopards. Our broadcast begins at 345 with the warm-up show. We'll have the first pitch and all the play-by-play action just after 4 o'clock. Don't miss Valley Mills and the new home Leopards. It's the Class 2A State Semifinals, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquite jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our other new Berea menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. The made-in-the-USA perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. 
Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo, perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. My house has a new glow. I love my here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal window central texas.com that's universal window central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure and check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The NBA Finals are tied at one game each with the Warriors winning over the Celtics 107-88 last night. Game three Wednesday night in Boston. Three area teams punched their ticket to the UIL State Championship Baseball Tournament. Abbott is heading out to Round Rock to face the Hainas in the semifinals Wednesday at noon. Valley Mills is heading to Round Rock and will face New Home in the 2A semifinals starting at 4 o'clock on Wednesday. China Springs is heading to Austin to face Argyle in the 4A semifinals. 1 o'clock first pitch on Wednesday. Three teams from the Big 12 are in the NCAA softball World Series semifinals, Oklahoma and UCLA, and Oklahoma State and Texas all today from Oklahoma City. Rangers hit the road tonight in Cleveland. First pitch at 6:10, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential. Our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Hey, good stuff there from uh, Matt Lively on a lot of different fronts. We didn't even get into college baseball, but we had a lot of golf talk and a lot of things broke out. But uh, we'll have him on again. Uh, And uh, Aaron's been doing a really good job of keeping us up to date on all the scores. And I'm particularly interested in um, where UT will go now. I think I know. I think they'll head out to play East Carolina. And then, of course, who the Aggies will be hosting. And, Aaron, if I heard you correct earlier in the uh, uh, hour, you said that Michigan had won, I believe. And I think that means Michigan. Oh, Louisville beat Michigan. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. I remember making a mental note when I (laughs) I had the teams wrong. Louisville beat Michigan. I believe that means that Louisville will now head to College Station. 
in that uh, Super Regional. I'm, I, I'm getting so excited uh, trying to kind of look at all the matchups and see how all this is going to break down. But, uh, Aaron, take us uh, take over and take us through a, a few of these scores. Yeah, we will start with the College Baseball Regionals. Um, you just mentioned one of the game that's already went, games that's already went final, Louisville over Michigan 11-9, East Carolina beat Coastal Carolina 13-4, games in progress. Florida and Oklahoma are still delayed. Florida leads Oklahoma 2-1. That's with two outs in the top of the seventh inning and Oklahoma batting with nobody on, and they trail Florida 2-1 to one in that elimination game. LSU still leads Southern Miss, but Southern Miss has, cl- has made that a closer game. It's uh, LSU 4 and Southern Miss 3 in the bottom of the fifth. Uh, Vanderbilt, Oregon tied at 2-2 in the top of the fifth, and in a game that just resumed um, after a weather delay, Ole Miss is leading Arizona Four to two in games coming up tonight. You have Oklahoma State hosting Arkansas. That's an elimination game at 6 p.m. And then later tonight, out on the West Coast, Stanford and Texas State will play at 9 o'clock with a 9 o'clock first pitch on the West Coast for that game. That's a uh, quick roundup of college baseball. And the College Softball World Series, they are down to the Final four, actually, it's now down to the final three. Oklahoma in the double elimination round lost the first game, only their third loss of the year, to UCLA 7-3 in a game earlier today. That was followed by game two in Oklahoma. Well, they got whatever problems they had straightened out. They uh, easily defeated UCLA in the second game, 15 to nothing. That's a uh, five-inning run rule tonight in the other side. Oklahoma State and Texas will play starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN for the right to take on Oklahoma for the national championship. Wow. This is uh, – I, I, I was watching, Aaron, you brought this to my attention. The uh, – I was, I was trying to find the final numbers on um, – is this Josh, Jocelyn Allo, uh, Allo, and I, I – I'm just um, – it just – it doesn't even compute. I mean, it's just so uh, wild what she did today. So when you brought it to my attention, I think she was three for three. She finishes four for four with two home runs <laughs> and seven RBI to clinch. And, and, and what, what one guy was saying who covers OU was that could it have been um, – one of the all-time best single-game performances in the history of OU athletics. So well, I don't know, but that's pretty amazing. Four for four with two home runs and seven RBIs with all kinds of pressure in that game. I mean, you're right, Aaron. I, I turned it on and I was kind of like, "Wait, what am I? What am I looking at here?" I earlier today it was, it was they were down seven to three to UCLA, and I'm just uh, betwixt and between. I, I forget exactly. What what did the first game final end up being? Did you say seven three? Okay, I I want to say I was watching the highlights of the game when they were kind of updating what it what happened to get there, and Tom Brady's niece hit one of the big home runs for UCLA. Did you know that, Aaron? No, I didn't. I did not. Yeah, yeah. I I uh, if I'd have to look again, I want to say. Her last name was maybe Garza or something like that. But anyway, I thought that was amazing. Tom Brady's niece 
hit the big home run. So I tell you, how many people have beaten OU this year, Aaron? It's never very many. That's... I think Texas beat them once. I think Oklahoma State beat them at least once. Maybe twice? They did, they did lose to Oklahoma State at least once, maybe twice, and then they dropped this game to UCLA. Aaron, does it have their updated record yet? Because then that would tell us. I uh, want to say they finished like 40-4 and four or something like that. 57-3. and three, So they swept Oklahoma during the regular season. Oklahoma State, excuse me, during the regular season. Yeah. And then lost to them in the Big 12 championship game. And okay. then lost one game to Texas. Then the uh, loss to UCLA in the opening game today. There are their only three losses this year. How many games they play? Did you say fifty-eight and three? Fifty-seven and three. So they played sixty and games. <laughs> and why would that, you pitch to her? I don't understand that. I mean, even with the bases loaded, I'm not pitching to her. I'll, I'll give up the run. She's just—you cannot get her out. You haven't been able to get her. No one's been able to get her out for three years. And they pitched to her every time, and you saw what happened. I just—I don't know what. I'm not saying you got to give her the Barry Bonds treatment. You do. I mean, you That's, you said it yourself. Walk somebody in if you have to. Absolutely. Don't let her hit, or just pitch around her. I mean, like you don't have to. I guess she probably can reach out and just about get to anything. But wow, I would say now, Aaron. I wonder how many home runs she ended up with this season. Two home runs today. She's an unbelievable player. Oh, I did hear something, Aaron. I thought you would love. The number of home runs in these baseball regionals, the, the the number of total home runs, and it was just something staggering. Like I, now I don't. I now I'm, I'm afraid I might have the wrong number in mind, because now I'm thinking they said it was like over 300 or something. It couldn't have been that, could it? There are a lot of teams playing. How many teams? 64 teams. Anyway, Aaron, I heard it earlier today. It's either it, – it's, it's, a, it's a huge number. I'll try to find it. But it did uh, – as of today, they moved past the all-time record for most home runs hit in, in a regional. Yeah, there's been some really, really high-scoring games, and it, it's continued today. All right, all right. What else do you have for us, sir? You just thought that the transfer portal – for basketball was closed. You forgot What's about that? the loopholes, didn't you? What's happened? What's that? Somebody found a loophole? They did. It's not a loophole. Oh, it, it's actually it's when a coach leaves or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I don't right? want to yeah. refer to it as a loophole. You know, it sounds kind of shady. Well, you just did. I know. You I shouldn't have. Stick <laughs> <But> with it. <laughs> when a coach changes uh, after a certain date, then they extend it. Well, the uh, West Coast Conference Women's Player of the Year, Shaylee Gonzalez of BYU, has entered the transfer portal. The 5'10 guard from Gilbert, Arizona, averaged 18.3 points, 5.9 rebounds, and 4.5 assists last year for BYU. Uh, The previous year, she was the co-player of the year, averaging 17 points uh, per per game. Actually, that was uh, two years ago. She sat out the 2019-2020 season with a knee injury. But, yeah, a very... A big-time player entering the transfer portal because uh, longtime BYU coach Jeff Judkins stepped down in April. He wasn't replaced until May 18th by Amber Whitting, a former BYU player. And if the head coach coaching change is made after May 1st, you can 
enter the portal up. Where until, is she going? Did she say she where she's not going? announced, and I have not been able to find anything about possible schools. The only well, thing I know, know is there's been two schools that have really just loaded up through the transfer portal and have been far and away the most active. One of those is uh, Baylor and Coach Collin, and the other is LSU with with Coach Mulkey. I'm not saying she'll end up at one of those two places, but they have far and away been the most active and have benefited the most this year from the portal. I wanted to know. I wanted to know where she's uh, I've been looking. I can't find anything. All right, all right. My gosh, you're all over this story. Now, Baylor had the uh, Caleb Loner came in from uh, uh, BYU, just, yeah. Yeah, from BYU. So maybe maybe they know each other. Maybe they're friends. Uh, but Nikki's been uh, Nikki's been out there. Who's the other p- player they brought in? Somebody from Illinois here recently, like a post player. I mean, this is really something. I'm still here looking yeah, for this. Um, I'll have to get the name, but uh, no, the, that's okay. The uh, post player from Illinois. Um, yeah, that was the fourth player that they brought in through the transfer portal. And, I've uh, tried to get her on outstanding players. I've tried to get her on the program, and apparently. I t- I'm not hearing from anybody. I've I've, I've been asking. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I cannot. I, that program every once in a while goes dark on me, Aaron. I hope it's not anything I've said. I mean, think about the the year we've had with Nikki. I mean, it's been incredible. It's been a great relationship. We were the only people who had her on every week. She was awesome. I can't. I, now I can't get a hold of anybody. All right, it's the uh, it's the Matt Mosley show. ESPN Central Texas, and we got to say goodbye early today, sadly, but we still have a big-time segment to do. A little more on golf, and then I want to react to what happened last night. This, settle in, because you're gonna, you're, your head's going to be spinning at the end of this thing. Um, and also, one other NBA note. My favorite NBA coach decided to walk away, and I need to react to it. All of that is next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Was Van McElroy, former Baylor uh, All-American defensive back, uh, played in the NFL, Raiders, and uh, Van is from Uvalde. Uh, and as I began to, to get a feel for it, you know, everything goes through your mind. I, first off, I mean, the parents, as you said, the grandparents, uh, just the families. What a nightmare. That's just horrible. Got a grandson that's eight years old. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under-100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota L2501 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, plus save up to $1,100 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck 
SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Like most of us, Ronnie Weethorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my own mechanic. That didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that for? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask Dad. And Dads, if you want to be the hero, you better say the foundation doctor. Only the foundation doctor will care for your kid's home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It's Mosley. We're doing our thing. Aaron Sexton alongside and... It's been a busy, busy day, and we're monitoring for you all this college uh, softball, college baseball, got college World Series going on, uh, women's softball, and then, of course, uh, the the uh, men have arrived now at the uh, – they'll be playing the Super Regionals coming up, <clears throat> but there's still a couple of things to be decided before that happens. And uh, the Oklahoma Sooners and Florida Gators – are in a delay, it is, uh, as Aaron just reported to me, I can't, I'm trying to remember now, Aaron, if we were on air or not, top of the seventh, top of the seventh when the uh, Sooners are up uh, 
Uh, there are two outs. The Sooners are batting, and so uh, we'll see how that ends up. I will say this, Aaron. I got to watch some of that game, and I was going to find this young man's name just so I could give him proper credit from uh, uh, from the uh, over in Florida. I mean, I saw a couple of the most amazing plays by this this center fielder. And what's funny is it looks like he came into. Oh my gosh! It, later in the game, now he's been pinch hit for by maybe his brother. This is funny, Aaron. There's a there's a D Fabian who started out in center field in this game, and then a pinch hitter came in for him, J Fabian. Spell their name exactly the same. So we may have a brother combination there at Florida. But whichever Fabian I was watching earlier in the game, and I think it was the D Fabian, made two unbelievable plays in the sixth inning right before the uh, right before the delay the OU puts one out there um and it's a it's a line drive it's sinking and they got a runner on third and you think they're going to tie it up and this Fabian kid comes racing up goes full extension superman dive and makes the grab Earlier in the game, I didn't see this replay. He apparently saved several runs, and he was racing back on a ball that was kind of hit over his head, and he made the play on it. So Florida's center fielder has come up big. Now, um, University of Texas will be sent out to Greensboro, North Carolina, I believe, to play East Carolina. Aaron, if I get to lying about anything, you step in. And you correct me, but I think that's what's going to happen. And then now that Louisville beat Michigan, they will be headed to College Station, I believe is the way that thing's going to play out. Now, as Aaron was saying earlier, we're going to the bottom of the sixth. LSU, uh, and obviously they're um, actually this regional was in Hattiesburg, uh, LSU with a 4-3 lead over Southern Miss. Aaron, they can play some baseball, can't they, in that part of the country? Uh, Mississippi Mississippi State won it all last year, and and it's, a, it's pretty amazing to watch. But uh, Oregon State, in the bottom of the fifth, I'm trying to update these for you, but in the bottom of the fifth, Oregon State, I, I feel like I saw them the other day just get handled. It's amazing some of these, play, these teams coming from the uh, loser's bracket. But or, uh, Oregon State is up 4-3 on Vandy. Okay, we're in the bottom of the fifth there. Um, in the top of the third, Ole Miss has jumped out to a 4-3 lead over Arizona. That one is at uh, Coral Gables Regional. All right, so always interesting when that home team has been knocked out and then a couple of teams are playing for the right to advance. As Aaron said earlier, Louisville beat Michigan 11-9 earlier today, and then East Carolina over uh, over Coastal Carolina. That was 13-4. Now, Aaron, uh, to get people ready for tonight, what time did we say that uh, we got a couple of games of interest? That Texas State game against Stanford is a big one, and I believe that because that's a West Coast game out there at the Stanford Regional that's going to be a 9 p.m. first pitch. 9 p.m. 
first pitch. So that'll be fun. If you're not ill like us, we'll be up there rooting for the Bobcats to win that one. And then, Aaron, that's a, that's a coach that his name has come up in association with the Baylor job. Dan Hefner at DBU, Mitch Thompson over at MCC, the uh, Texas State coach. And, you know, Aaron, do you ever – I don't know if you're like me. I always have to think in my mind because we had Mac on with us Friday – and Baylor talks so much about the, quote, mission fit that they have to, you know, fit with a Baylor mission. And, and they, you know, you can't, if, if somebody doesn't believe in the Lord, I don't probably think they're going to be a great fit at Baylor. So when I start thinking through these coaches and names, Aaron, I always uh, find myself thinking, well, I, I, you know, I hope this guy, I hope this guy's a believer. <laughs> Because you have, you know, you kind of have to be. I mean, these state schools—they're not. That's not what they're thinking of first and foremost. Now, I would say, Aaron, in the uh, in the Bible Belt, if you're looking at uh, schools, uh, SEC and ties and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I don't. You know, I, I, I've been hearing more and more, and I've got little birdies that tell me things. I don't think, Aaron, we should be digging too much into all these uh, SEC assistants. Um, I, I think, I mean, I really do think there's enough coaching talent kind of right within the, you know, the state of Texas where something could happen there. Now, Mac pushed back when I suggested that did the coach need to have ties to, um, you know, having recruited at a private school. For instance, um the coach David Pierce at Texas had been at Tulane, and um, and so he would have been someone that um, I think Baylor would have been interested in before they they hired Steve Rodriguez. That is one thing Mac pushed back on with the thought that that doesn't necessarily need to be the case. Like you know, if you're if you've had a great run at a state school like a Texas State um, or some of these other places, then you know that's not gonna precludes you from being involved in the Baylor job. Does it help to know how to recruit? Baylor is a very unique school to recruit to because you have only a certain amount of scholarship money, and Baylor, as a private school, has a high price tag. Um, I think I'm about to find out how high here in a few years because uh, my daughter is showing uh, major interest uh, in Baylor. So, um Aaron, I'm trying to think. Do they have dance scholarships at Baylor? Let me let's look into that. We need to need to kind of look into some of those things. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll be taking you all the way up to. Uh, we got to get ready for Rangers baseball. And Aaron, what do we? So we'll we'll turn it over to some Rangers pregame. Is that right? And then we'll have first pitch at six ten tonight. Is that correct? I believe that that is correct. Okay. Don't quite understand that, but okay, whatever. I just kind of work here, and uh, we'll uh, we'll have a big time, and we'll uh, we'll send it right over there. We'll let you get some some Rangers pregame in because I did hear Ward say first pitch was at six ten this evening, so we'll uh, we'll get that ready to go. And a reminder that um, our station is going to get right in. We've been following Bosqueville Valley Mills baseball. Aaron, we've switched sides. Now, I say we switch sides. We love all our Central Texas teams, so we haven't really switched. It's just we had been with Bosqueville, 
and now we're going to pick up Valley Mills. And so Wednesday's game is scheduled to start right around uh, the time our show usually starts. So that'll knock us off the air uh, for a good cause. Um, Wednesday afternoon at around 4 o'clock. And then, Aaron, I believe the next day, uh, that next game would be at uh, the state semifinals would be at noon. All right, noon on uh, Thursday. That will not interfere with our show, but uh, if it did, I'd be fine with it because the Valley Mills kids deserve our attention. Abbott, same way. And then, of course, China Spring will get their uh, game going as well. Aaron, do you, any of these schools that, that, the, that our local teams are playing, the, any of these schools like kind of grab your attention? I find that you know, I find that really interesting. I mean that that one get, that team that Abbott's playing. I mean, Aaron, think about how long we've been around the state of Texas. It's always weird when you hear of a of a town or school and it just completely new to you. And um, and that team they mentioned now I'm I'm going blank, uh, Aaron. It's like something. Why Hyannis or something like that? I don't not real familiar with them. I am familiar with New Home. I am very familiar with Argyle, and so these are the teams our local teams are playing. Again, Central Texas is no stranger to sending uh, teams to state, but man, when you do it like they did, I mean Central Texas in in, uh, in football it was amazing, and now in baseball it's amazing. Three of the three of our local teams will be right there at uh, state at uh, at the getting ready to go to at the Dell Diamond. So I'm excited to hear Valley Mills. It's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, and Aaron Sexton alongside as we continue on today. Now, um, I did want to talk earlier. We were talking, Aaron, about this uh, golf situation, and we got a ton of golfers who listen to us and love it. And I would say most of those golfers are Phil Mickelson fans. What I'm curious about, and you can uh, text in if you want to, you can always call in as well, 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. Does Phil Mickelson's decision to go play in this Saudi-backed uh, program and basically cut ties with the PGA Tour does that make you view him differently? I would say pretty much everyone has turned on Phil Mickelson. Now, Phil is a very likable guy. He was a great champion, a PGA Tour champion, PGA Tour championship. Uh, to win that at age 50 was an incredible story. Aaron, do you think that once Phil gets on this Saudi tour and plays, and if he ever gets to getting back on social media – do you sense that people are ready to forgive Phil? Like if Phil enters this U.S. Open coming up, and is this at Brookline? Is that what they're playing this? Is this in is this in the Boston area? I the anyway the the U.S. Open's coming up. Do you think that if Phil is in contention, that people won't be able to help themselves? The story will be too rich. Will the people that like to get out there at the U.S. Open? And, and shout things and maybe be overserved and maybe even at the Royal Nature when they're at, at the uh, now I don't think they care over there as much because they're they don't care as much about the PGA Tour. It's why a lot of these guys like Louis Oosthuizen, 
Charles Schwartzel from South Africa, Louis from South Africa as well, even though they've made their fortune playing on the PGA Tour, they jumped at the chance to go over and play on this live tour, on this Saudi tour. Um, I, I'm just kind of curious what our people think about this. If Phil starts to contend in the U.S. Open, would you jump right back in there and root for him? Or do you have you lost respect for Phil Mickelson with how he's handled all this? If you think about it, Phil didn't even get to play in, in Augusta. He didn't get to play and defend his title in the PGA Championship. Now, I think those were his choices. The, the Augusta said they did not ban Phil from playing. But Phil burned his britches, and he got out there, and he started talking out of school, and, and, and of course, he can say, well, I thought I was off the record. Hey, Phil, how long you been around? How long you been around? Do you think if sitting down with Alan Shipnick, Shipnick or whatever uh, from Golf, Golf Week, wherever Alan writes, he writes a bunch of books now, you thought Alan was just going to sit on this? Now, here's what I think happened. I think Phil thought he was being interviewed for a book. And Alan Shipnick was writing a, a Phil Mickelson book. And at some point, he had been desperately trying to get Phil to talk. Phil never would. Phil didn't want to be a part of it. And then one evening, Phil calls him. And Phil starts spilling his guts about all these things. I, I just have a, the hardest time understanding how Phil Mickelson would have so much contempt for the PGA Tour that he would almost lose his whole reputation for it. Now, our our countries, we love a comeback story. But with Tiger, it's easier because Tiger was coming back from a horrible wreck. When Tiger was coming back from his fall from grace and the all, and all the, the affairs coming out and all of that, that was a little hazier. That was more of a morality-type play. Did I – I mean, I love Tiger Woods, so I – I mean – I had a hard time just completely turning on him based on what he was doing with his nightlife and what he was doing to his marriage. I thought it was sad, and I hated it for his children and his wife and everything like that, but I didn't just immediately go, well, I'll never root for Tiger again. I, I mean, I, I'm just, I don't know, maybe I should have. I'm just not wired that way. It was very easy to root for Tiger when he was coming back from a car accident. Phil is trying to return and play in a major from saying a bunch of idiotic stuff and basically um, turning up his nose at a tour who's been awfully good to him over the years. Now, Aaron, you're not quite the golf fan and player. uh, It sounds like I want to say you're not the player that I am. You don't love golf as much as I do. And but you enjoy following the majors and following these stories. Do you have a lot less respect for Phil Mickelson than you had before he said these comments? Not really, but only because I've I love to read and I've read some articles that I don't know. Not that he's fake, but um, that he has kind of a persona for the public. And for the other golfers, they have a nickname for him for the way he acts and feels about his game, which is he's pretty much backed up throughout his career. But uh, 
he's known on the tour as very, very arrogant and kind of sometimes dismissive. Um, so, I mean, I've never really been a big fan anyway. Didn't really change much for me. Are you aware of his nickname? It's an it's an acronym. Does it have something to do with, like, you're talking about it has to do with his cockiness or something? Yes. <laughs> what What is the acronym? I've probably heard this. The acronym is Fig Jam, and you can Google it if you want to know what it means. And it, and it does it have, like, a cuss word in it? Yes. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Well, I... See, I think you can go either way on it because I I have read things where he's like an unbelievable tipper and people say great things about him. He's also a known. He's lost, I think, millions in gambling. Of course, if you make that much, you ought to be able to gamble whatever you want. But he's just a he's a different character. I've always liked him. Part of it was because he had so much failure early in his career. When I say failure, I meant he just couldn't close the door. He couldn't, you know, break through in the majors. When he finally did, now he's won somewhere in the neighborhood of eight to nine majors. He's won everything but a U.S. Open. I just cannot believe that he's this much despised. Yeah, and I don't, I, I, I don't dis, I don't think I said that the way I wanted it. No, that's okay. I don't dislike Phil Mickelson. I'm just saying that his comments don't surprise me with what I've read about how. You know, about how he kind of yeah. carries himself. He would think that he could say that and it would be off the record and it'd be okay. That's what I mm-hmm. meant. Well, Aaron, are we getting to the point where we got to say goodbye here a minute? We are. We are. We okay. Got about, All right. Got about a minute. All right. I mean, the last thing I'd want to do is is uh, is cut in on any Rangers pregame time. Uh, that is uh, that is coming up, uh, and uh, we're going to – We'll have that situation for these next couple of days. And then Valley Mills baseball will be featured right here on ESPN Central Texas. That'll be uh, pregame probably, Aaron, about 345 Wednesday. And then 4 o'clock, you'll hear the game. China Spring will be uh, in uh, playing there in Round Rock. And then, of course, uh, golly, it's going to be fun. Um, Abbott is involved as well. Hello to our our buddies in Abbott. Love going through there. Uh, love what you do. And I tell you, you play, you had a great athletics program out there in Abbott, Texas. I want to thank everybody who was a part of this one. Uh, Aaron did a great job as always. Matt Lively from Channel 6 thought he had a lot of fun uh, with us today. It was a great guest as well. Got a lot lined up for you tomorrow. Please be with us tomorrow at 4 o'clock. I bid you adieu. Good night, everybody.